0: Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What is up, everyone? It is David Mailer, the Man on Fire Mentor, coming to you live. And I feel like it's been a while, my apologies. And yet, I don't really apologize because I was away. I was away with my beautiful wife, my beautiful queen. And this is the topic that I actually want to speak about today. For those of you that are new, welcome. I am David Mailer. I am the Man on Fire Mentor. I have been working intimately with men for over 10 years now, where we're helping them have more passion, more power, and live a life that's more deeply on purpose. Many men like to do this journey alone. Many men are afraid to be vulnerable enough to ask for help. And we have created a community, a culture of men that want to help other men rise, that want to help other men step up, that want to support and challenge other men and hold them accountable to living into their true potential. And this is a community that is supportive. It's a community that's caring. It's a community that's loving. It's a community that's here to raise up another man as opposed to put somebody down, which is unfortunately all too common in today's world. So if you're new to Man on Fire, welcome. We have lots of different ways that you can get supported by us, one of which are these free lives that I come on on Facebook and you see me on YouTube. You'll see me on Instagram. You'll see me on TikTok. You'll see me on LinkedIn. So we have lots of different platforms that we're here supporting you guys. And then there are more naturally intimate ways to work with us through various coaching programs that you could come through in the Man on Fire world. And then there's their, our four-day uh, signature event that we call our Man on Fire Rising Four-Day Immersion, which actually we're having one this October on the 20th through the 23rd in Massachusetts. So again, if you're new, welcome and let's get rolling so today what did i want to talk about i want to talk about the importance of taking your wife on a vacation now i recognize uh with all the men that could be listening right now some of you are in a very fragile place of your relationship some of you uh you know your wife might have one foot in the door one foot out the door some of you might already be going through a divorce and this is the last thing you want to know about you know the importance of taking my wife on a vacation but I still wanna share this with you guys because there are many of you that your relationship uh, has a window of opportunity for more intimacy. It has a window of opportunity to write more chapters. And it always, in the Man on Fire world, starts with you and your growth as a man. Many men will come to us, hey, David, how do I get her back? How do I get her back? And we always say this, the same thing. You, you know, There's no getting her back until you've gotten yourself back. If, if anyone's fighting for their relationship right now, and she came back to you tonight or she came back to you tomorrow. My question for you is what's different? And the reality is nothing's different because if you haven't shifted, if you haven't changed, if you haven't up leveled, if you haven't become a new version of yourself, then the reality is you'll find yourself with the same problem. So I'm inviting you to get rid of the, the uh, you know, skittish energy, the frenetic energy, the neediness of I got to get her back. I got to get her back. Like brother, this is about getting yourself back. Okay. and. In order to do that, you have to be earnest, you have to be honest, you have to be sincere, and you have to be courageous enough to want to grow yourself as a man. Man on fire is not a quick fix, it's not a uh, hit you over the head with a magical wand, there's no pill, potion or lotion that's going to get it done for you. Your videos are cool to watch and you're going to get some good concepts, but uh, if you really want to shift your life, then you're going to have to step into a world of growth, which means being willing to do the work day in and day out until a new version of you emerges and then not settling for a life of complacency and always wanting more, always wanting to go deeper, always wanting to rise into your true potential. This is what we're all about here at Man on Fire. So with that said, you know what's the importance of taking your, your wife away? So let me speak for myself. So my wife and I just went to France and we went to Italy. And my wife knows that I am very deeply rooted and, and connected uh, from the inside out from my, the depths of my heart to serving uh, men and when I say serving men, please understand it's, it's serving women It's serving families because when a man is growing when a man is showing the real version of himself to the world Especially his wife and his children the whole family is benefiting the whole world is benefiting the people that are in your life benefit So yes, we work with men, but the outcome of that the ripple effect of that naturally is to have have uh, an impact on your family life and those that you're interacting with so What am I saying? I'm saying that it's so easy for us to um, be so deeply rooted to our very purpose, our very mission, and that's me, right? Day in and day out, I am pumping energy into Man on Fire. I'm doing whatever it takes in order to serve my fellow brothers and serve, uh, serve humanity at a larger level. And my wife knows how committed I am. And she also knows that when a man is truly in his masculine core, the most important thing to him is his mission. Yes, she's the most important thing to me next to my mission. They're not in competition with one another. In fact, they're totally separate things. However, as a man and as a masculine leader, for for you to grow yourself, my sense is the most important thing for you must ultimately become your mission. Like, who am I? Why am I in this world? What's the contributions that I'm here to make? And I'm not suggesting don't value your wife, don't value your family. Of course, those are, The highest things you could possibly value but first and foremost you have to value you know who are you why did god put you on earth you know fostering your relationship with the above and then serving your mission um with passionately to the world so with that said taking time away from my mission taking time away from work and putting all of my focus all of my attention all of my my love my heartfelt presence on my wife is a must it's mandatory and it's something that I build into my life. So, for example, every day when I leave my office, I take off the man on fire hat and I drop work. I drop the mission and I'm purely present for my wife. Many men take work home with them, right? They, they carry the stresses and the burdens of work home and now it's bleeding into your family life. It's bleeding into the relationship with your wife. You can't be present with your children. You can't be present with your wife. That's not what they want. So what does all this have to do with the vacation? Well, my wife knows that when we go away, it is an invitation to have a greater level of intimacy. It's an invitation for David, me, to just drop work, drop the mission, and just be with her. And she looks forward to that, yes, of course, As a woman, they want to experience new parts of the world and they want to be spoiled and have a beautiful dress bought for them and and, and show off their bathing suit at the beach and feel sexy in it for themselves. Yeah, of course, uh, most women would want a fancy piece of jewelry and, and, and all these things, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my wife wanted to go away because she wanted to experience a new level a new depth of intimacy with me. And that was my commitment going away on this trip, which we were away roughly two weeks. Again, we went to France, we went to Italy, all along the coast, just exquisite, just beautiful. And my job, my role, my commitment, said differently, was to make sure that I put the work down and I'm just with her and and for her to know you are the only thing that matters to me. Now, she knows that in my everyday life, God forbid she needed me, if she needed my presence, if she needed my attention, of course she knows that she can have it, but she doesn't want to compete with my mission. She doesn't want to compete with my job. She doesn't want to compete with my work because she knows inevitably me serving my mission to the world comes first for me. But of course, I'm not suggesting, guys, I don't want you to get the wrong message from what I'm sharing here right now. I'm not suggesting that I ignore my wife when we're not on vacation, but what I'm suggesting is that when I go on vacation, there is no work period. It is just me being with my wife. And that is something that she cherishes. And that is something that I'm inviting you guys to consider of, you know, why is it that your wife might want to be taken away? And some of you, you know, might be faced with, well, you know, if I had more money, I'd take her away. And it's not about that. I mean, you could take your, your wife away, you know, Camping, you can, you can go get a tent. You can go do things. It's not about spending money. It's about spending time. Okay. It's not about the money. It's about the time. When she's asking or, or sharing her upsets around, you haven't taken me away. What she's really saying is I'm starving and I'm hungry for intimacy. My, my, I've shed too many tears and too many emotions of not feeling connected with you. And I know that if I can get you away and get you to put down the work and get you to put down the stress and get you to put down the worries, and if I can get you to just be with me, then we could reconnect again, we could grow that intimacy again, we could grow that love again, we could ignite that spark again and get the flame of passion going again. That's the longing that a woman has. Now, some of you might be listening right now and saying, Oh, well, you know, David, I, I spoiled the hell out of her and I took her on all the vacations and I got her the, the nicer house and I got her a nicer car and we even had another kid and, and that still wasn't enough. I'm not talking to you. That's not the guy I'm talking to right now. Because if you violated yourself and you bent yourself and you did things that were out of integrity with your own better knowing, or if you're in a relationship that's not serving your soul, And then end it, end it from a place of love, end it from a place of uh, compassion, empathy, not bitterness and complaining and victimhood. So I'm not talking to that guy. I don't wanna hear from the guy that's saying, well, I gave her all these things and it still wasn't enough. Okay, just stop with the, uh, the complaining, stop with the bitching, stop with the victimhood and look at the man in the mirror and recognize where you betrayed yourself and where you bent yourself and where you ignored your better knowing. And if you're in a relationship that's not healthy for you, you have the ability as a man to end it. You have the ability to do it with compassion, with empathy, with grace, with love, with kindness. You can do that. No one's stopping you from doing that. So I'm not suggesting that you're supposed to be in a toxic relationship. However, I will say if you've been following me for many years, more often than not, a man hasn't grown himself enough to really understand the woman that he is looking at. More often than not, you're seeing a reflection of yourself, you're seeing a reflection of the parts of you that you don't like, and more often than not, the woman that's in front of you and how she's being, how she's acting, how she's reacting is in relationship to who you've been. Most men don't wanna take responsibility and really look at who they've been. So it's a lot easier to point your finger and say that she's this way, she's cold, she's put up walls, she's done all these things. Then I get a lot of you sending me messages, Why is it always the guy's fault? Why is it always the guy that's to blame? And some of you listening right now or listening eventually to this live will be like, yeah, yeah, and and I'm, I'm not talking to you. Or I am talking to you and I'm saying, stop thinking that way. That way is toxic for you to think. This is not about blame, this is not about fault. There is no blame, there is no fault. This is about you as a man taking conscious ownership of who you are and how you've been showing up in the relationship and how it's impacted your wife over the years what betrayals or what hurts you haven't cleaned up and recognizing that that's what you're really interacting with. And do you have the courage and do you have the, the compassion in your heart, the empathy in your heart, the masculine leadership within you to recognize that if this is the version of your wife that's showing up, have you really looked deep enough as to how you've contributed to that? Not blame, not fault, some of you might be thinking, well, I did all that and I, I was a great person. And I was a great husband. Okay, great. Good for you. Then no one's telling you to stay in a relationship that's not healthy. But for the guy that wants to you know, blame, well, why is it always the guy's fault? It's not about fault. Guys, I'll say it a thousand times. It's not about fault and it's not about blame. It's about becoming more awake. It's about becoming more conscious. And in doing so, you'll either become conscious enough to recognize, oh my God, the woman that I'm seeing is in relationship to the man that I've been, so trying to get rid of her, or complaining about her is, is not gonna make any sense because it's really me that's been the problem. I have sold her short of giving her the real authentic version of myself. Or you'll realize, yeah, I have been an amazing man in this relationship, and i realized that I've been betraying myself. I have overridden my own signal, and I've allowed myself to stay in a relationship that doesn't honor my soul, in which case, then end it. End it with grace and love and compassion and empathy. Stop complaining, stop being the victim. Stop you know, yelling at everybody that's telling you or making you think that it's your fault. Nobody's saying it's your fault. But again, having worked with over 10,000 men, I will say more often than not, we don't like what we're seeing as it relates sometimes to our partner because we don't like who we're seeing when we look in the mirror. And until you've worked on yourself enough as a man, Very rarely will you get back the version of a woman that you're longing for. And this is why the men fall for the grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, I want to be with somebody that's more appreciative. I want to be with somebody that's more loving. I want to be with somebody that smiles more, that's not cold, that's not bitter, that doesn't yell at me. All these things. And, you know, you find yourself in the same relationship within a few years. Why? Because you haven't changed. You thought it was all going to change with a different person, but you haven't changed. So I don't want to get off topic today. What I wanted to share today was I just came back from a two week vacation with my beautiful wife, my queen, and my goal was to take her away to put down my work to put down my mission. And and my mission for those two weeks was to be fiercely present with my wife, to hold her tenderly, to make love, to have beautiful meals together, to dance together, and just experience each other without having our normal our lives, the busyness of our lives, getting in the way. Just putting that all down, and many men have a very tough time doing that. And I and I'll be the first to admit. Oh my God, putting down work, not being not being in communication with the brothers in my community, not not serving my mission. What am I going to do? Right? Because it pushes the the buttons of uh, I'm unworthy if I can't serve, if I can't love, if I can't give. And this is. Emotional responsibility to recognize you, you can't hide behind your work to try to feel like you're enough that that will never work Your your work ultimately has to be something that's mission-based that's driven from your heart, driven from your soul It's it's a contract that you have between you and your creator of what you're here to give to the world It can't be something that you use as a vessel to try to compensate for feelings of unworthiness or inadequacy so it was a beautiful opportunity for me to just put all of that down and to to really help my wife feel fully seen and fully held and and to know how much i love her and do i have to take her away for her to know I, that for her to know that she she's loved by me no do i have to buy her jewelry or or you know clothes for her to feel loved no and and everyone has different love languages and we're not going to get into that today you know for me it's really more about giving her my presence giving her my time giving her all of me, where there's no distractions. And one of the greatest ways you can ever do that, at least I found this to be the case in my my relationship, is when we get away. We get away and we leave all the, the, you know, insanity of our everyday life and, and all the people that we're responsible to. And we just gently put it down and say, hey, we're gonna take some time away to just be with ourselves. And that's exactly what we did. And, and it couldn't have been a better place than to go to France and to go to Italy, and to be in Europe. I am gluten-free. And dairy-free. So some of you might be wondering, well, did you eat? Did you eat the pasta there? And the answer is yes, I did eat the pasta. Now the next question is, well, was the pasta gluten-free? Like, who the hell would go to Italy and eat pasta that's gluten-free? We would. That's who would. We would. <laughs> we. They were expecting us, us crazy Americans, the ones that say, please, no butter, no butter, and no gluten in my pasta. And you know, you know, the chef at this point. In time, they recognize a lot of us, uh, you know, through preference or through celiac disease, they're going to get a lot of Americans visiting their country and saying, we want the gluten-free, dairy-free pasta. And that's what we did. So we had olive oil in there, which gave it that buttery feeling. You add a little sea salt, maybe some capers, uh, maybe some onions, some some freshly chopped garlic, and voila, you have a beautiful pasta. And, and oh my God, their tomatoes are to die for. Unbelievable! You, you got to go to Italy just to eat the tomatoes. That they're that good. So yes, I had two beautiful weeks with my beautiful wife, my beautiful queen, and no responsibilities other than loving her up and and giving her my full presence and giving her my heart. And you know, can I and will I give her all of that when I'm back home? Which I'm home now. Yeah, of course, of course. But I do have other responsibilities when I'm home, and I have the responsibility of taking care of the brothers, the men in my community. And I don't take that lightly. I'm here to serve my mission to the world and nothing's gonna get in the way of that. My wife's not in competition with my work. She knows that they can coexist. And it's up to me and up to you guys to learn how to navigate. How do you navigate? How do you actually navigate balancing your career or your, your very mission and your purpose with family life? And that's for a man to discover for himself. And the one thing that I would invite you to look at, which I briefly touched on just a little while ago, is really take a look at, you know, am I working? Because it 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 helps me get away from feeling like I'm not good enough. Like, obviously, as a man, you want to provide for your family. Like, what guy wouldn't want to provide? It's a, it's a horrible feeling to feel like you can't put food on the plate and you can't put a roof over their heads. And no guy wants to feel that. So I recognize... That we have this uh, responsibility to want to provide and protect for our families. However, with that said, there's a deeper reason. There's a deeper reason behind our work, and your work ultimately. And I'm, you know, I'm speaking to you today as a 55 year old man. Your work at some point in your life can become your mission. You know, so you, you have your job. Like for example, I was a chiropractor for over 20 plus years in Manhattan, New York City. And that was that was my my career choice. That was my my choice of passion, uh, you know, helping people and becoming more vital and more healthy and, and more integrated functioning nervous system to better equip and deal with life and thrive. All amazing and all a huge part of my life and a huge chapter. But then eventually, uh, for those that are uh, willing and courageous enough to ask The powers that be, the 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 powers above. Hey, why am I really here? What's my deeper purpose as a man? Why why was I born? What's the legacy that I'm here to live? What's the impact that I'm here to make on uh, in in this world? And and it's not as much about well, what do I want to do? Right? Because a lot of times, you know, your your job is what you want to do. For some of us, it's what we have to do, right, to provide. But for a lot of us, it's what we want to do. Like we've chosen it because we're passionate about it. But then. I'm speaking to you today as a 55-year-old man, and somewhere in my my early 40s, it moved from what I wanted to do and what I was passionate about, it moved into the realm of, here's what's required of you. Here's the deeper work that, that you're here to do uh, in this world, in this lifetime. So went from college to having a job because I had to get a job to quitting the job and discovering what I want to do off to chiropractic school I went and then 25 years later, oh my God, it doesn't really matter what I want to do. It, it becomes about what's wanted of you. This is another topic that I'll speak to because uh, a lot of guys want to know like, well, what's my deeper purpose? What's my deeper mission? So we'll have that talk. So I'm just touching on it right now. And that's where the Man on Fire got um, created because that's the deeper mission work. That's the, the reason that, I'm here, all the trials and tribulations and the hurts and the wounds that I went through uh, growing up in a family where my parents loved me but they didn't know how to love each other and wanting to you know bring this back to uh, to men to learn how do you grow your masculine leadership how do you actually show up sh- show up for your children in a way where you they grow up to be masculine leaders and how does that have an impact and a ripple effect on the family dynamic? that's part of my mission work. and part of the reason behind that is to then, hold the feminine as sacred, hold her as this sacred flower that just wants to open. She just wants to open to the light and you have to become the light, you have to become the sunlight. But so many of us as men have lost our way, we've lost our light and now we're complaining about this flower that we're supposed to protect in our wife and we're complaining about her walls and her bitterness and how sharp she is and how she does this and she does that and you've lost your way, guys. You've forgotten who you are. And you've forgotten that if you shine your light, the flower opens. And some of you are like, well, what if the flower doesn't want to open? Okay, well, again, as I've shared a couple times, if you're with someone that doesn't want to open and you are doing everything in your power to grow yourself and you've cleaned up past betrayals and you're proud of who you are and how you're showing up in this world, showing up for your wife and you're not in a relationship that serves you, then end end it in an honoring way. But if you haven't given her the real version of you, then have the courage to get back in there. Have the courage to get back in there. All right, guys, I just want to share a little bit today about my trip to France and to Italy with my gorgeous wife, my beautiful queen Kathleen, and uh, perhaps on the next on the next live, I'll share more details about where we went and what restaurants we ate at and what we got to see. Right now, my head's a little foggy. We did over 24 hours travel straight to come home, and I'm recuperating from uh, feeling a little bit uh, less than my my usual self. So. Uh, I'd say that I have a little bit of brain fog and just end it by saying, I appreciate and I respect and I love each and every one of you. Uh, thank you for following me. Thank you for allowing me to share my life and my stories and my trials and my tribulations and my experiences. And if in any way, shape or form, it can support you in wanting to become a better man or more up-leveled version of yourself, the real you, the more authentic you, then uh, that's awesome because that's what I want for you. So with so much love and so much gratitude. to your man on fire, mentor, Dave Mailer helping men rise with passion, with power, and live a life that's deeply on purpose. So much love to you guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.